Aloha, welcome to Waikiki Beach, Bear Wozniak. We're so excited about our new man cave and our new school of manliness. Uh, go to deepadventure.com men and find out more about that. We're launching the Mama Bear site soon too. The, the new man cave is, is, is the same as the old cave on Facebook, but it's a non-Facebook community. Plus, we've just blown away uh, what we've done with what we call our school of manliness. It has three uh, years of monthly lessons in it uh, on what I call the 36 rules of manliness. It kind of goes along with my new book I'm writing for Sophia on the rules of manliness. So Michael Gardner is a member of the new man cave who, uh, and uh, the school of manliness. Hey Rodney, good to see you. Um, yeah, so we'd love for you guys to go to deepadventure.com and check out, check it out. Uh, we're really fired up about the outreach that we will uh, that we will all experience together. And by the way, when you press the share button here, you become part of what we call the new evangelization. Uh, some people call it friendialization. That means you're sharing it with your friends. And I like to call it, I forget who coined the phrase, but evangelization as we try to uh, challenge and equip and, and uh, encounter men and encourage men to grow in the virtue, grow in their love for the Lord. Uh, we're in paragraph 649, we're talking about the resurrection. This is such an interesting passage. Uh, as for the Son, that's Jesus, he effects his own resurrection. When Jesus raised people from the dead, he did that for them, but he himself, he says, I have power to lay down my life and power to pick it up. By virtue of his divine power, Jesus announces that the Son of Man will have to suffer much, die, and then rise. Was there a time when Jesus was not? Was there ever a time when Jesus didn't live, when the second person of the Trinity didn't live? I mean, he is the Son of God, so is, was there a time when he was not? No, that's the, the old Arian heresy. It's also what the Mormons believe. Jesus isn't the highest created being. Jesus is eternally, eternally begotten of the Father. Right? He always was and always will be. So by his own divine nature, three persons sharing one nature. Behold, uh, hero Israel, the Lord thy God is one God. There's one God, but three persons sharing that divine nature. So Jesus announces that the Son of Man will have to suffer much, then die, and then rise. Elsewhere, where he firmly explicits, I lay down my life that I may take it up again. I have power to lay it down that I may take it up again. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. The fathers, now when we speak of the fathers, I don't know if I can do this without ruining it, but all of those, there's one of my world championship trophies, but over there is all of the um, writings, a lot of the writings of the early church fathers. I love those books. I read for them every day. Uh, but it, when we speak of the fathers, we're talking about the early fathers the, of the primitive church. Uh, thinking about Justin Martyr and Poly, uh, uh, Polycarp and uh, uh, Saint Irenaeus and up to Saint Augustine. You know those 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 that I, I I came back to the Catholic Church because I read the writings of the primitive church, and I thought, well, I should probably believe what they believed. You know, so their fathers contemplate the resurrection from the perspective of the divine person of Christ who remained united to his soul and body. Now, even 
when these were separated from each other by death. Isn't that profound? Jesus in his divinity, right? What is the definition of, of death? Death is when your soul is separated from your body. That's what we call death. Whether it's in an, uh, you know, it, it, you know, okay, let me, I won't get into that. That's a diversion. But um, Jesus, when his soul left his body, when it was separated upon his death, his divinity as a divine person always stayed united with his body. And in his divinity, I always stay united with his, with his soul, with his human soul. So it's really kind of profound. His, his, his body never suffered corruption. It never decayed, of course. And then when he took it up again on the third day, uh, he was resurrected. But his, in his divinity, he, never was, he was always united with his human body and always united with his human soul. At his resurrection, he brought those back together again powerful thing. I talk about how nuclear fission is the dividing of the smallest, one of the smallest things in the universe, and how great a release of power it released. That's like Christ at his death, releasing great power for forgiveness. But nuclear fusion is the coming together, and I understand that's more power, even more powerful, at least as powerful. That's what happened when Jesus rose again, the nuclear fusion, to live a resurrected, glorified life, to live a victorious life, to live the life uh, and to be joined in that cosmic way, that great cosmic way at our baptism into uh, his very life of Jesus and therefore into the life of the Trinity. The unity of the divine nature which remains present in each of the two components of man, these are reunited. For as death is produced by the separation of the human components, you know, soul and body, so the resurrection is, the resurrection is achieved by the union of two. That's written by some really smart guy. There was these three, uh, I think they're called the three Cappadocians, St. Gregory of Nyssa, and uh, uh, <laughs> I forget the names of the others this morning. I may have another sip of coffee, but there was two Gregories, I forget the other guy's name, two brothers and then a friend who were brilliant, brilliant defenders of the faith. That was written by St. Gregory of, ne of, of Nyssa. Uh, early in the church, one of the early church fathers. The meaning and the, and the saving significance of the resurrection. Um, as Paul said, if, 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 if Jesus had, did not, wasn't raised from the dead, I, uh, I, my, my life is in vain, my ministry is in vain, and what fools we are. Jesus rose from the dead. He's not like Buddha, Buddha's still in the ground. He's not like Muhammad, Muhammad's still in the ground. If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. The resurrection, above all, constitutes the confirmation of Christ's work and teachings. And what is his work? Isn't it cool that Jesus worked? That mankind, men, were, men and women were made to work? Uh, Jesus' work was to do what? To do the will of the Father. Remember, in the time of creation, Jesus worked. In the beginning, God spoke. And Jesus is the Word of God, and they did the work of creation. What was left for man to do um, when he was created on the last day? <laughs> well, probably not much, because on the seventh day, God rested. But his job was to accept and receive the gift of God, and then to take stewardship over it, right? He named the animals. He had Kuliana to care for the garden. This is the true of the work of salvation as well. When Jesus died on the cross, what did he say? 
when early earlier on he said my food is to do the will of him who sent me even in the our father he prays our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done god's kingdom is wherever his will is being done so his work his food was to do the will of him who sent him and so on the cross he said these words just before he died it is finished well what is our role in in the work of salvation then it's just exactly like it was in the work of creation that is to receive the free gift of salvation but then to take stewardship over it to have kuleana for your own salvation to work your salvation out work out what god has worked into you to cooperate with god's grace there is no such thing as once saved always saved you make a decision for christ and and then you go to heaven there is the mountain of purgatory that we walk whether it's purgation here on earth that 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 spiritual rehab that god has for us here on earth or perhaps afterwards um, if we go to that part of heaven called purgatory the mountain of purgatory as as uh, dante called it in the divine comedy um, the work of salvation we, we work it out with 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 cooperation with god's grace but jesus said it is finished he did his work his work was to do the will of him who sent me so jesus works why shouldn't we and that is why sitting right here in front of my camera is my morning liturgy of the hours. I pray my morning liturgy. What, is it? what does liturgy mean? It means the work of the people. If you're part of the school of manliness, that liturgy of the hours is in the toolbox. So Jesus works. Isn't it, isn't it a great feeling to work, to be productive, to, uh, to have inspiration from the Lord? And whether you're a welder, which I think is such a cool gig, or... Uh, I used to always admire when I was a corporate banker, I used to drive by the fields near Oxnard, California, and I would see our beautiful Mexican laborers out there in the field. And I go, you know, at the end of the day, they can see what they've accomplished. With me as a corporate uh, banker, all I see is that I've called a lot of people and pushed things a little bit further down the pipeline. Uh, but I always thought it would be, and I, and I did pick berries as a, as a kid in the fields of Santa Cruz. But um, to see, uh, to feel a sense of being productive. Even in heaven, you'll have work, really cool work. All truths, even those uh, uh, most accessible to human reason, find their justification if Christ by his, resur by his resurrection has given the definitive proof of his divine authority, which he had promised. So I have a sip of coffee. This is one of my places I like to take my wife. It's uh, the Kalapawai Market on the other side of the island. It's a great place to take a Harley ride and have break, have a little breakfast uh, wrap there and then ride along the other side of the island. I love you guys. Um, so good to be with you. We're going to be doing the morning catechism every day and we're going through the catechism in a year, just part one of it. And then we'll do part two and part four next year and part three the following year. God bless you guys. I say the blessing in Hawaii. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Get to work.